intro. That's enough. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to House Six, the movie podcast about movies. Um, today, I am joined with a couple of, or no, not a couple, it's like a bunch. Um, <laughs> Too many, get out. A bunch of grapes. No. Um, <laughs> over in, let's see, I have notes. Oh, God. Over in Dallas, we have Jared, who orders his pizza with Vegemite instead of sauce. Uh. Intense. And then <laughs> in another room, we got Thomas, who always remembers to call his Chinese grandma every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> My booba. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then in Lubbock, we have Alex, who is actually the Russian version of Aquaman. Fair enough. <laughs> I believe it. And finally, Michael, who is always late for the chopper. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not late. They're just early. <laughs> the chopper's early. <laughs> the Black Hawk was down because it got there too early. But... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we got a, uh, some movies for you. We're doing Extraction. Is it Extraction or The Extraction? This is Extraction, right? Okay. Good question. The Netflix movie with Hemsworth in it, and then we've got The Farewell, uh, last year's indie darling with Aquafina, I think that's her name, right? Yep. And then, did anyone watch, anyone watch Superman? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, I wanted well, to and I didn't. I'm sorry. We'll I touch a little bit on that. We'll, we'll make Alex and Michael confused. And uh, spoilers for all our movies, so they're going to get spoiled, so... <laughs> Hope you guys are ready. But why don't we start with some trailers? Uh, we actually have some this week. Uh, the big one, I guess, was King of Staten Island, which is uh, Pete Davidson from SNL. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I don't really like Pete Davidson. No, I don't think he's very funny. He's like uh, <laughs> a grody-looking, uh, what's his name? Not Chris Kattan, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Uh but this one looked all right. Uh, I think it's partly biographical too, though, because uh, his dad did die in nine eleven. Um, Bill Bill Burr is like a random like appearance in there though, as yeah, uh, like his stepdad or whatever. I'm yeah, like, a love interest, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that was weird. Well, um, he's famous because of the Mandalorian now, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it looks all right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Any other opinions? I have no clue who Pete Davidson is, but I thought it looked really good. He's the main actor. I, I know that. I get that now, but I didn't know who he was before. But yeah, I thought it looks it looks really good. It looks yeah. like a Judd Apatow film, I would say. Yeah, kind of. Sure. Yeah, a little more dramatic, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it has some good humor mixed with it, though. So, should be good. Compared to the other ones, it, it, it especially looked good. Compared to some of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of these others. <laughs> put it that way. Well, what you guys... Melissa told me. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man and me. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of Becky? I thought oh, he... I, I thought this was an SNL like uh, trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I hundred percent buy that. Like an was... Adam Sandler spoof or something. Well, yeah, not, not that, but just like you know how they did the uh, uh, the Fast and the Furious version of like. Uh, Bambi or whatever that SNL did with The Rock. 
that, that's what this reminded me of. I'm just like, are they actually serious? Because or... you got Kevin James as a Nazi, and then <laughs> yeah, randomly Joe McHale as somebody's getting tortured. I think yeah, and then. I don't know. You keep expecting like something really funny to happen, but it never does. <laughs> that movie looks so bad. Like you, I didn't like. You can't take like at first. I was like, that looked a lot like Kevin James. Like, there's no way it's gonna be Kevin James because he's gonna be a villain. And like, you don't put no, it's not gonna happen. And he comes up and starts talking about German shepherds and how he's gonna kill people. And I'm like, oh my god, was it Rottweilers? Rottweilers, whatever it was. <laughs> Man, that movie looks terrible. <laughs> Did he get like bigger for this? Oh, he looks real big. Yeah. He's yeah. always changing shape. I, yeah. I, know like, I know he's a large man, but he seemed like Yeah, he looked extra large. Like he got taller. He got taller for it for sure. <laughs> <It's> almost like <laughs> corpulent. Oh. Oh my. So it looks like Home Alone in the Forest with Kevin James. I was gonna say it looks like a rated R Home Alone, but yeah, it looks so bad. I honestly think it looks kind of fun. Yeah. I tend to be more forgiving than I feel like most of you, but no, I would go see it. <laughs> oh God, no! I'll, I'll, I'll go with you, Joe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. Now here's the difference. So Joseph would see it as a joke. Alex would see it because, like, I want to see this. <laughs> I, I don't because, like, it just looks kind of fun. But... <laughs> Movie of the year. <laughs> uh, going on to the next uh, one named titled Shirley. Yeah, this one actually. This is the other one that I thought looked really good. Very interesting. I mean, it's one of those that could go too far, yeah, depending on how sure. the movie goes with the tone they're doing. But if they balance it right and keep it, you know, toned down and not like try to go way over the top with their philosophical, like weird ways, but it could be really good. But we'll see. Some of it reminded me, not all of it, but just like certain shots. Like I think it's like when they're out in the backyard or whatever, and like they're they're lit up, but the whole background is dark. It looked almost kind of like a, a Wes Anderson film for a second, just in the framing of it. And so I'm like, okay, I guess we're going for a surrealist type thing here, but I'm not sure. And it's really good. It has a lot of good actors. Actresses. Yeah. So it's based on the life of Shirley Jackson, um, the writer. So Elizabeth Moth is playing her. Um, I didn't. I don't know anything about the writer. So I knew. I knew she wrote the Lottery, which is one of my favorite short stories, but. That's, I didn't know her life was like crazy. Or... <laughs> Interesting. Well, she seems like a uh, oh crap. What's his name? Uh, a female. I hate to say it, just a female version of it. But let me. Of a hustler. No. There's a a writer that was kind of like that. Uh, Raymond Carver. Kind of reminds me of like a female Raymond Carver. Hmm. I have I have nothing. I have no idea about her though. I just got that from the nope. trailer. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of strange, what do you guys think of the sci-fi movie Stranger? Stranger. Oh gosh, remind me which one that one was. We just watched all these trailers right before this. So this it, is like our. I think it's Russian, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It was really hard to like read those subtitles because they're like, oh, I know tiny, which one it is. Tiny and like not well. Uh, Wait, what are you oh, talking about, Thomas? The subtitles. The subtitles. Yeah. I don't think we watched this trailer. Did I watch the wrong trailer? <laughs> uh, it it kind of looks like the what was that movie called? The Shape of Water or whatever. Yeah. Oh, we watched the wrong trailer. <laughs> the, this one was like about this girl that would show up in people's lives and reveal truths about like 
their like wives or husbands. Yeah, with the guy from The Hobbit. That's what we watched. <laughs> and, and and then it would like tear the family apart because they were all good. But then you realize that the wife was like she faked her pregnancy <laughs> and like we watched the wrong trailer. What did you think? <laughs> and, uh, stranger. This, this sounds good. <laughs> it didn't look very good. Yeah, it, it really didn't look very good. But... <laughs> So whoever okay. saw the stranger, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure what this one was like. I have no clue. I could not tell you what this is about. I, yeah. I don't know if it's psychological or actually happening, or because yeah, the creature strange. effects don't look very good. <laughs> but it looks funny though, because he's like wearing pants and he's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like a hoodie on is like in the living room. Yeah. yeah. So very weird. Check it out. See for yourself. Um, now we got Gerard Butler going crazy and unhinged. Gerard Jared, Butler. you're the wait, Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, Same. what? <laughs> I was totally going with you there. I was like, yeah, it was Gerard Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you're like the big Russell Crowe fan. What do you think? Of this <laughs> it feels like his best movie. The <laughs> What a bad trailer, though. This movie looks horrible. The movie doesn't look no, bad. No, the, the movie looks terrible. horrible. God, it looks dumb. It looks. I, it was, I was unhinged watching it. Because <laughs> they had that cover of that Nirvana song, and I was oh, like, yeah. what are you doing? So bad, man. Such a bad... Hey, guys, hey, guys, I got a premise for you. A lady honks at a guy in the street. He gets real mad. There's your movie. I could see that being a good movie, but... <laughs> I think Michael did like... that one time. That's true. Uh, yeah. This is like every husband's like nightmare for like yeah. her husband pissing off the wrong guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks dumb. I don't, I don't see it. It's stupid. Jesus. Neg- <laughs> some negativity. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm very forgiving. <laughs> no, but the, the premise seems interesting. If they do it well, it could be done, but it was just a terrible trailer. The such song going through it. It's like, oh, we get the idea. She's being followed. Just make it short and intriguing, not like draw. God, it was terrible. Such she a bad was kind of a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I, I wanted to. <laughs> it's like, I mean, who goes to go? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, he's being a big baby too. Like, okay, he's had a bad day. like in the trailer. He says like, "I'll oh, show you what a bad day looks like" or something like that. And it's like, oh, Jesus, man! Like, oh, looks so. <laughs> Has Russell Crowe ever played a bad guy? Mm. He's kind of a, kind of pretty a much a bad guy. But... Which one? Lame Miz. He's like... Yeah, Javier isn't really the bad guy, though. He's just following yeah. orders. Or yeah. <laughs> that's, part of, like, that's part of like the appeal of the characters, that neither character is like bad. Yeah. Except yeah. for... Uh, yeah. Tenardier. Oh, wait. Wasn't he uh, the bad guy in The Mummy? The recent one with Tom Oh, Cruise. yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. He could, yeah. he could be at point. We thought about that. He was uh, Mr. Jekyll and Jekyll. Jekyll. Yeah, I, don't, I can't think of anything else, though. So we need him to fight Kevin James, I think. And that would make a more interesting movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would probably just <laughs> pass out from like. <sighs> I hope he. And you help me get that woman who honked at me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll write the wrongs. 
So let's go to some news. Um, Demolition Man 2 is a thing now. Did it need to be? Yeah, pretty pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you hope this is going to be like Blade Runner? Like they get their the, the sequel right after like 30 years? <laughs> Are they going to get Wesley Snipes again? Even though I, they... hope, I hope so. Because <laughs> I, I would want to see like... I mean, anyway... <laughs> It would be interesting. The Taco Bells would still be the same. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Taki Watiti is writing and directing a Star Wars movie with the 1917 screenwriter. Ooh. Yeah, I saw it Star Wars, but I didn't know that it was uh, with him. It's going to be a that's... one-shot Star Wars film. Right. There you go. All in hey. space. That's like, that's like the most... I guess hope I've had for a Star Wars movie is hearing that news. Yeah. <laughs> a new hope? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boo. <laughs> I approved good. <laughs> uh, Joe Russo of the Russos is writing the Extraction 2. Yep. Oh, yeah, because didn't he write this, this first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later. About Remind me to bring up the sequel and what you guys think. Okay. Uh, Tom Cruise, Elon Musk, and oh, NASA okay. are going to make an action movie in space. I'm all about yeah, that, dude. Tom Cruise, just do everything. I want you to accomplish everything you want to. How dope is that? Like, hey, you want to go to space and film a movie? Yeah, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything Thursday. Let's go. <laughs> if aliens ever land, Tom Cruise has got to be the guy we send out there to Ooh, talk to. Please. This is our, this is our person. <laughs> talk to him. He's got nerves of steel. He's done everything. <laughs> Even they're like, oh, okay, this guy's cool. He's just, is he just going to get so bored? Because he's flying jets in Top Gun, and now he's no, going he's to space. Red bored. That's why he's doing this. <laughs> When aliens get here, he's just going to show them footage of War of the Worlds and be like, I've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with me. Uh, I could run away from you very effectively. It's true. Okay, here's here's some news that you guys are going to have to help me with because I have no idea what's going on. Uh, (laughs) Ray Fiennes is playing Miss Trunchbull in the Netflix Matilda movie. Huh? What? (laughs) What? Aren't they swapping like all the genders in that movie? Huh? Or am I making that up? I, I thought. Yes. <laughs> so, like, it'll be Matilda, and it's just a little boy. <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unless they like dress him up as a woman, that'd be interesting. But yeah. that's what I was thinking. I thought he was just gonna cross dress. But... Making Matilda. <laughs> no, I. Great. Is it? Yeah, it's, great movie. it's been a long time. It has I been, remember but... just being terrified of that movie. I didn't want to <laughs> eat a whole cake. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Netflix, they're also going to um, go ahead with Bright 2. Did anyone see the first Bright? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, very the, good. The, tra- the trailer was better than the movie. Yeah. Dang, shots fired. That's true. It, it definitely had promise, but it was just it was very it was very Will Smith nowadays, where all of his movies are so cookie cutter. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, here's an interesting world. Oh, here's a guy that's struggling in that interesting world. Oh, here's an overly dramatic ending. That's it. Like Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was really good in Aladdin. <laughs> so, are you guys good with the second movie? Yeah, I hope they do more with the world because the world was cool. But awesome world, yeah. 
I like their little like the the like the stuff they set up, but it was just so bait, such basic story. It's like, yeah, hey, I don't really yeah, care. It's like it's like a dark onward world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the dog thinks. Um, it was revealed that Falcon is talking to Black Widow in the first Ant Man. Huh? Falcon, Black Widow. So you know when Ant Man's yeah. breaking into the Avenger compound? Uh, I gotcha. And Falcon, I think, like says, we don't tell Cap this happens or something like that. Oh, okay. okay he's okay. on the roof. Okay, okay, okay. So he's talking to Black Widow. Gotcha. Is Key bit like, of... Yeah. Is, is that going to, like, pay off? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Robert Pattinson says there is no time travel in Tenet. I thought you were going to say Batman for a second. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that makes sense. <laughs> no time travel intended. Okay. Interesting. I don't know if we could believe that. Can we believe I, that? I don't know. Oops. No one knows what it's about, so who knows? <laughs> like, huh. yeah, we'll ask Michael Caine. There you go. Maybe they, maybe they establish that there's no such thing as time travel. Yeah, maybe. Because they did the same thing in uh, the book Timeline. Just saying. Even maybe, they, yeah, maybe they're just rewinding everything. Or it's, it's an alternate universe theory. That's how they, that's how they travel. Well, maybe uh, it's a illusion. Like all of Chris Nolan's movies. So Star Wars, oh, okay. So there's a little bit of drama going on with Star Wars, the franchise. No. Uh, but I don't know <laughs> if it's true. You never know, but, or it's probably true, and but we'll never, like, Actually, get confirmed. Out the, yeah, but basically, they're saying that uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who's like the big producer of Star Wars and has been for a while, it, and John Favreau are kind of like in a power struggle right now mm. because uh, the sequel trilogy didn't do very good, but the Mandalorian did like fantastic. Uh, yeah, right. And then there was something about like Kennedy actually invented Baby Yoda, but she didn't get the credit, so she's like kind of mad about it. But... <laughs> He's my child. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was just watching like the making of the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And she's like on it with him, so it doesn't seem like they're mad at each other. That's though. weird. Maybe they're just trying to tabloid yeah, stuff. Yeah, you never know. Um, Paramount is making a movie called 2084, which is a successor to the uh, 1984 story. Interesting. So we'll see how much worse it gets. Yeah, everything gets up to that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. That story is super bleak. That it really out. is, man. The darkest book I've ever read. Wait, what are you talking about? 1984. 1984. I don't know what that is. What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I thought you, how, at first I thought you were talking about you, Wonder Woman. How did you not read 1984 when you're in high Wonder school? Woman. I've never even heard of this. I didn't read it until like a couple years ago. Oh my God. I didn't hear about it either. Uh, uh, pretty. What is it? Okay. Is it George well, Orwell's in it. Yeah, George, George Orwell. Orwell. Uh, so it's, it's like, like a, uh, what do you ever read? There? Animal Farm? No. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like a Clockwork Orange kind of. Mm. I've heard that name. Except Clockwork. more relevant nowadays. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like kind of technologies and everything spying, like super super controlled government and everything. Like they're monitor every step of what they're doing and everything. Everything's regulated and stuff like that. So yeah, the, the prime example I brought up is Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf. 
Yeah. It, it's it's where we get the phrase "Big Brother" from. Yeah. Huh. No, that's a TV show, Joe. <laughs> Come on. No, that's Brother Bear. <laughs> so uh, going on, Scream Five and Children of the Corn are getting, or Scream Five is getting made, and then Children of the Corn is getting a remake. I know huh. I watch horror, but has anybody seen Scream? Because I've never seen any of those. I've seen seen scary movie. <laughs> I've never seen those. Really? I, I don't care to either. Yeah, no. they never look that good. The, the no. first one is pretty good. Um, and then I think it was four that was also pretty good. The second, or the two and three are meh. <laughs> the only uh, thing I know about Scream is from Scary Movie 1. Well, yeah. the thing is that everybody, like, like shares like things like from scary movie and it's like oh that's not that's scary movie that's scary because they use the exact same look so yeah uh you might like it jared the first one i'll have to look at it one day i know, I know you're a, a big horror fan okay so um the rock and emily blunt which are which are both in the um what's that movie the Jungle Voyage, Jungle Cruise, yeah. So the uh, sequel, they're gonna team up uh, for Ball and Chain, which is a comic adaption uh, about a married couple with powers, but the um, well, it's like a failing marriage, but their powers only work when they're together. So it's like a superhero. Huh. <laughs> That's weird. Superhero isn't that comedy. isn't that similar-ish to Hancock? What what was Hancock about? Not even close. But was it, what was his powers were tied yeah, to they something? Get, right? They get weaker when they're together. Yeah, to each other, and they get weaker when they get together. So it's the opposite. Oh, uh, it's the opposite. Yeah. Opposite. Huh. And it's also about a guy struggling, and then there's like an epic battle at the end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> uh, the Russos who are making the Hercules um, Disney movie live action, um, they say it's going to be a different story from the movie. Oh yeah, animated movie. Good. Hades is going to be the good guy this time, right? <laughs> I hope so, he has blue flaming hair. I bet that makes a lot of fans mad because they're all already trying to cast everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they better get Danny DeVito as Phil. Like they have to. Maybe he won't. Maybe Phil won't be in it. Well, that's just sad. It is sad. <laughs> uh, we're getting a Dungeons and Dragons movie from the directors of Game Night. Interesting. I, I love Game Night. Game Night is awesome. That. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a comedy like that, I'm all in. But yeah, is that the one with Jason Bateman? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get that one and the other one confused. The the, the Steve Carell one. The tag. Remember tag? Oh, oh tag, tag. Yeah. I actually like tag. That was, tag was I good. Didn't too. see it. I wanted nope. to though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jindy Tartakovsky's Popeye movie is back on at um, a different studio. Oh, really? Yeah. I, feel like that's I wish I wish they would just give him a movie where he could do like the two D animation because <laughs> I don't I don't I mean he is like the king of two D two D animation, but they keep giving him CG projects. <laughs> Did you like Hotel Transylvania? Uh, I love those movies. First one's all right. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. first one was okay. It's very okay. I don't think I've seen the third one, but I like the first two a lot. Uh, Amazon is interested in buying the movie theater AMC. Huh, <laughs> interesting. Which is kind of weird because like, they used to have a role where film studios weren't allowed to own 
theaters chains. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, interesting. And Amazon is kind of a film or a yeah. They have Amazon Studios now. But so. with possibly the death of movie theaters, they're probably like, please just own us. Like, you know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, Alamo filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. That that made me sad because that's, that's my favorite. seriously yeah that's that's my favorite uh, movie chain yeah probably next to IMAX that's my favorite as well. Um, Sony wants Nicolas Cage for a Spider-Man Noir movie. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. I'd be all right with that. That'd be awesome. Would, would it be animated or do you think? Or? It doesn't yeah. say, but I'm I guessing think... just just to work within it. Yeah. Uh, New Mutants is now scheduled for August 28th release. We're never going to get this movie. I know. That's never coming out. Well, I was reading the one of the problems is they can't release this digitally. They have to release it in theaters because of agreements with Fox. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, so I'm guessing we're going to get it. But uh, Mike Flanagan, who was the director of Doctor Sleep, is adapting the Stephen King novel Revival. I heard about that. Did, did anybody see Doctor Sleep? No. Okay. Nah, I've, I've been told it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I've yeah, heard the same thing. I just, I never, I'm never in the mood to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like right on the fringe of like, that looks great, but you know, yeah. I could do other things. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> I think if it wasn't a Shining sequel, it would look even better because, like, yeah. you see. I think you got that in the back of your head the whole time. It's I, like I guess so, yeah. How can a shining sequel? How, be how good? can this be good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Here's some news for Alex. Um, huh? Miss Maisel star Rachel. Brosnan oh, I saw this. Yeah, yeah. Is, is going to star in the movie The Switch, which is about a lady who trades life with her grandma. So there's our Maisel news for today. We don't we don't have to re- recommend it or anything, do we? <laughs> uh, George Miller is working on a Furiosa prequel, and it will star a younger actor. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't like prequels. Like I like Mystique and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just like having the character. Like, what happened? Well. Some bad stuff happened. And then they just move on. Yeah, I, I agree with this one. I really just see more, like, Mad Max yeah. stuff. I don't Yeah. That was always how the old movies were. Like, he's in this movie, there's these characters, but then he moves on in the next yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. The, the characters develop, Max stays the same, and then mm-hmm. he moves on to the next set of characters. Yeah. So I, I, was just, I was just thinking about today about how, the, in Breaking Bad, how the, Walter White and his old business... How that you don't really know what happened, like between them, there right? Some falling out or something. And I was thinking about how cool that was. So yeah, totally, that, I totally agree. Like prequels usually tend to ruin things. So yeah, that, that's why I like about. I mean, the same with like Han Solo. Like, do we really need? A yeah. I, I don't hate that movie though. I, 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 I think I it's either. a pretty good movie. I, I I think it's and this is my opinion, not a fact. I enjoyed that movie more than like of all the other Star Wars movies that we've had lately. Yeah, I think it's setting up like it sets up interesting stuff. Like it's got Maul and the Syndicate in there and I yeah. I rather watch stuff like that than what Right, exactly. Like the but with stuff. what we're talking about where it's like it fills in information about the character you didn't need, that's where it was the weakest. Like how yeah, we found out right. he got the name Solo. That is the worst scene in all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. All 
I hate that scene. But yeah, everything I, else the movie is really fun. All, all the new stuff was good, though. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like I agree. Stuff. Well, thanks for bringing that up, because speaking of um, Solo, the original directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, um, they're working with Ryan Gosling on the follow-up to The Martian. Um, wow. It's not a sequel to The Martian, but it's the guy who wrote The Martian's next book that hasn't uh, come out yet. Gotcha, oh. good. I was about to say, please don't touch the Martian. It's fine. But it's still a guy in space doing stuff. That's fine. Did you, did you space, read the Martians? Space. Yeah, no. or I listened to it. Yeah, it's a good book. I didn't it's like. I didn't like the second one though, or the his Artemis one. I didn't, I didn't like because, like, Mark Watney's like the most likable character pretty much ever written, <laughs> most relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And then like in and like this this new one that he wrote, it was she like this character was like the worst person. Like, you just like hate this person from the get go. I'm like, I don't, I don't care what happens to you. <laughs> I care what happens to Mark. I don't care what happens to you. Yeah, at least he's got range in writing. So. <laughs> so a little bit more about the Mandalorian, even though it's a show, um, the VR production they're doing on the Mandalorian is sort of the way Hollywood's thinking about doing movies now. Cause basically they're doing everything like we're doing at work where it's all over like the internet and then they're not meeting face to face. They're just like going out and scouting by themselves <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. So that might be how Hollywood works from now on, but who knows? And then one last piece of news, which is kind of cool is uh, there was actually a box office winner this week. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. ISC's yeah. movie, the wretched uh, won the box office mainly because drive-ins have started to open. Nice. Very cool. Which so, I want. I wonder if we're going to see a resurgence in those for like a year, like a few years. I, I don't yeah. think they have like. Yeah. I don't think they have like. What what it takes to like long term, but like in the next five years, I think those are going to be pretty popular for a while. Yeah, yeah. they could probably be pretty big this summer. Yeah. Yeah. They true. Start releasing stuff. Okay, so that's all for news and trailers. Why don't we head on over to the movies? Um. So Jared talked about this was Jared's recommendation last week. So why don't we go over to Lubbock first and see what you guys thought of Extraction? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> How did Chris Hemsworth do solo? I thought he did great, but this movie, like, I really enjoyed. Like, I mean, it's a cool movie, good action scenes, but I kept thinking, why make this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's, it's, it's not it's not it's not a true story. So you're not trying to you know honor someone's heroic deeds or anything like that. Like you can make any action movie. Why make this one? It's just like who cares? I think it's because it's, it's Netflix. Like they want to you know hit all the beats that they can. They could do like I don't, I don't know. They 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 did an awesome action movie, but then like shoehorned this like. Over dramatic story, over dramatic, very typical story in it. That I don't know. I mean, I enjoy, I enjoyed like the kind of character development. I thought they both, both the actors, Chris Hemsworth and whoever the kid was, did really well <laughs> playing off each other. I don't know what his name was. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> but like they had really good growing moments of you know like the typical you know you just see me as a thing whatever and then he goes and they end up having that good conversation at night. But apart from that, I was just like, it's just some weird. Like it felt. I forgot what did I describe it as. I don't know. 
I said something last night. I can't remember what it was. I gave I I equated it to something, but I can't remember what it was. But it's just like that the lame task force in the background and the <laughs> the evil bad guy in the white suit and I don't know. But cool action is all I, uh, is what I enjoyed. While you think of your analogy or whatever, uh, my analogy was just that this is like if you took John Wick or you tried to make John Wick and mixed it with like the Olympus Has Fallen movies. Because it's like it's like somewhere in there where I think it's better than Olympus Has Fallen, but it's like doesn't hold a candle to John Wick. But uh, I think it was fun. I think it's probably yeah, I liked it. I think it's probably worth watching. But uh, and mainly like you were saying because of the, the 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 characters I or the actors. I think they did a really good job. Even that lady that was like giving him instructions. I thought she was really good. Um, but it, and like ninety ninety five percent of the action is awesome. But I was laughing in the movie. Where there's that scene where he picks up that guy and swings him, <laughs> and his legs hit the back of a clearly a dummy's head. And it's like, like why would you hit that in the final cut? Like, yeah, he like takes his body, like grabs him over under those arms, and swings, and hits that guy's head, and he just breaks over the. Goes like, uh, <laughs> breaks over like, the desk. Oh my god! I was like laughing out loud at that scene because all the action's pretty good. Like I, I liked it. That'd be but, funny if that was like the last scene they shot. Yeah. Like, oh, just keep it. <laughs> I, it's cool. I did really like the uh, the I don't know what he the the, the, oh, the, yeah. the dude that worked for his dad that was trying to get him too. Oh he was, yeah, no, man, cool. dope, man. He was really cool. I want to see a solo movie of him. Seriously, yeah, he was his, his character reminded me of. Uh, it's a better movie, but his character reminded me of Benicio del Toro's uh, role in Sicario. Uh, you know? Okay. Uh, the the gangster or no, I'm sorry the mobster or whatever that is as highly trained CIA. right yeah. exactly yeah I think he had the same weapons too really but he's like the Sicario of Sicario right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so that kid's name is too hard to say like... <laughs> <laughs> Rutgrish Josh Wall I don't know <laughs> I need you to read that, Joseph. I'll take uh, it. <laughs> if he's listening, uh, apologize. Yeah, we're sorry. Thomas, what do you think of the movie overall? Uh, Jared recommended this that I, I see it like before we did this. And he's like, like the action's great. The story, meh. And I, I got to agree with him. Same thing with Michael. Um, my favorite, like scene is when he's trying to get the kid from uh, the extraction <laughs> extraction to just off the streets and they have a little fight between him and the, the bodyguard and it just keeps escalating and escalating <laughs> and like I did not expect it is for, for the guy to get hit by a truck <laughs> and like basically put into a hole inside in, on the side of another truck I'm like that guy I don't know how he's not dead because yeah. I mean, he was like completely folded into whatever hole he made inside that wall. <laughs> he's a boss, man. And you know how Alex was saying the part with the dump, like it looked like a, the dummy and they should have took it out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it's a cool movie and the action's great, but I was laughing a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the movie. <laughs> like the part you were saying and the part uh, Thomas just men- mentioned with the car, because then there's another part where a guy gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> what is this? 
Those are the parts that really remind me of the Olympus Has Fallen kind of movies. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, I get you're trying to go for these grand scale things, but like your budget is really showing in these <laughs> scenes. Like, <laughs> yeah, the explosions did not do them yeah. justice. <laughs> they were pretty bad. I, I might have mentioned it last week. The uh, the Instagram video of that Chris Hemsworth had of that guy falling mm-hmm. off of that awning. And if you go, because they show it in the movie, you're like, oh, that's a pretty good stunt. But if you go back and watch that video that he posted, de- those guys hit the it ground hard. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how they're not, like, either paralyzed or dead. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> they hit the truck and the ground, and there doesn't seem like to be any padding. They just, like, they yeah. just take the hit. And I'm like, well. It's just Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man. He's just like yeah. bouncing off and then ends up on the ground. You're like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> that scene and a, another scene where, like, yeah, they fall off of that awning thing. It's like the camera work, I think, is really impressive in this movie. There's mm-hmm. that one scene where it's like a lot of action. And then the the taxi th- or whatever they're in, like it spins around and you can, you can see that the cameraman must have just like handed Hand the camera into, it, yeah. into the car with, to another guy. And I was like, that was really good. That was really good. They're, they actually did do that. There, there's another video of him doing that where they hand it through the window. I'm like, that is some really good camera work. Awesome. So awesome. Uh, I did like the, the transition shot where they go from the outside through the window of the, the back window. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really good. Cause you, you can see where the defrosting, like lines are, and so it goes through the back window and transitions into the car. Huh, I, I, cool. I don't remember I don't, that. I know it's I know it's digital, but the the how they did it was really good. Right. So that's what I said. That's why I think this this movie was the action was really really good. Like yeah. So what are we thinking for Extraction Two? I know Michael said he just wants a spinoff of some guy. Yeah, yeah, I take that. <laughs> Although it'd have to be a prequel, which Thomas doesn't like because he, he got shot. Yeah, true. <laughs> what did you think, Jared? I don't. I don't remember. If you, did you say? I kind of said last podcast yeah. about uh, how the action was good, and then the story was kind of dropped off. Um, I, go ahead. I was. I was just gonna comment on the on the sniper character, that perfect white bearded dude that oh, doesn't get to the end, and then he's just like this like beast of a god sniper. <laughs> it's like, good lord, dude. <laughs> Well, it almost seems I, like they, they just wanted to play around with this one. They're like, oh, yeah, here's a story, I think. Yeah. 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 I like the scene where he fights kids, though. That was pretty cool. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on. He's just, Piss off. <laughs> what do you guys think about him standing at the end of the movie? Standing? He was in the background when that kid was swimming, right? He was? Was he? Yeah. <laughs> he got out of the pool. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I think that that was I think that was a kind of callback to the way he kept like envisioning his son when he was underwater. I think it was just a callback of being like, now this kid's going to be remembering him. I mean, and if they're making a sequel, the guilty. I would say he's probably oh, okay. not dead. <laughs> but how? Now we got to watch it again. His body wasn't floating when that kid looked over the bridge, so he has to fight his arch nemesis, that kid, that teenager. That kid's going to be the new white suit, and he's going to be like. That was such a dumb B-plot where he ended up shooting him at the end. I was like, this is stupid. It's like, he killed all these people and this dumb kid, like, it's, happens it's, to get his revenge. It's like it's trying to make the kid, like, a good moment. Oh, that kid did his job. <laughs> it's like, no, he just shot a guy. It's like that scene in Game of Thrones, spoiler, whenever that kid shoots that arrow in Egret. Yeah, uh, yeah right? and you're like, <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. That was... I was like, uh, have you seen Triple Frontier? Never um, heard of it. 
Uh, it's a movie. It's a new, it's a movie on Netflix. Like it's a good movie, and then they ha- they have a moment like that. I'm like, really, really, this is what we're going with. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, in that, that part, you know his friend, how he like uh, meets them in the city, takes them to his house mm-hmm. with the dude that was in Stranger Things. Did that remind you of uh, War of the Worlds when they're like with Tim Robbins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a very like just almost creepy part. I mean, you knew yeah. the dude was gonna be bad, yeah, or do something shady, and then the house was creepy, but it felt <laughs> out of place. It felt like a, like an old Victorian house in like the middle of this, yeah, random Middle Eastern area. But it's true. We gotta watch War of the Worlds, man. It's a good movie. That movie. <laughs> Next it's a good movie. Very yeah, underrated. Dude. We 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 need like an underrated podcast. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Movies that are underrated. So why don't we uh, go to the game show that's sweeping the nation right now? It's uh, director's worst movie. Um, <laughs> since this is the extract, uh, the director of Extraction's first movie, we thought we'd go with the director that's made you know a couple more. Um, this little indie director, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, Jared, what is Spielberg's worst movie? Okay, this is my opinion. And from the movies that I've seen, don't start yelling. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's one of the worlds, isn't it? Before, before you say, let's uh, just say these are movies we've seen. Because most people say yeah. Spielberg's worst movie is 1941. But I don't yeah. think anyone has seen it. Have no. they? No. no. Okay. This, this is a movie I've seen. Don't yell. Hook. <gasps> Interesting. How? I didn't see that. <laughs> I did not enjoy that movie. It's... It's depressing. It's Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I just don't like that movie. I don't like I, how I feel when I watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly kind I, I, I kind of agree, but I didn't grow up watching it like our some of our friends did and they love it and everything. But I watched it later on. I, I don't really care for it. Yeah, so. it didn't hook me. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> So, Alex, are you going to go with Hook, too? No. There was a sequel. Just kidding. Sorry. Bad joke. <laughs> you want me to go? Yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, my, this is such... This is, your, this is an even more unpopular opinion, but it's just it's just a personal opinion. I don't like E.T. It's just... Damn it. Oh, man. That hurts. No, really? Okay. I... I have a different one, but I have to agree with Alex. I don't like E.T. <laughs> it turns out we all hate Spielberg. So. <laughs> <laughs> the only one, and now that I know that he did Hook, that I could think of that I don't like, like, it, I don't know. And Granted, I, dude, I haven't seen that movie in like 20 years probably, but I just, I don't know. I never liked the kid. He always annoyed me. His yell annoyed me. That like, movie, I love the movie you watch when you're sick and you yeah. just want to watch a movie. No, no, that okay. Jared. Speaking of like makes me feel worse. That movie makes me feel worse. Yeah, like, it's a gross movie. <laughs> I just I just don't like it. Yeah. Michael, cool. what, do you, what is your least favorite Spielberg movie? Mine's one that I definitely need to watch again because I haven't seen it since I was maybe twelve. But AI. It's just a movie that makes me feel so uncomfortable. That I don't really I, like that movie. Okay. I, I love that movie. Or whatever, whatever member I don't like. And so, okay. I completely understand. You need to watch uh, uh, Nostalgia Critics' uh, review of of that movie. Because I have the same, I have the same like, feelings. I'm like, this movie just didn't 
feel right. Like nothing fit together. Uh, it turns out he, this was a Stanley Kubrick production originally. Yeah. And Spielberg was really good friends with Kubrick. So he tried to make the movie the way he thought Kubrick would make it. The thing is they had so different styles of filmmaking. Like it, if you chose opposites, you could not find a, another like opposite film director mm -hmm. from, from Steven Spielberg. Yeah, true. so <laughs> when he tried to make it, he tried to make it the way that Kubrick would make it, but it just didn't work with his style. Because you can see where he like put his stuff in, and it, it just does not work at all. And so, huh. uh, well, I, I I agree with you though, Michael. <laughs> but I would definitely recommend watching that video too because it's really interesting yeah. the story behind it. Well, he kind of tried it again with Ready Player One, but <laughs> which yeah. was yeah. Which is almost, I wanted to lean towards Ready Player One as my least favorite Spielberg movie. It, but I had fun with it. It's, I, mean, I it's actually not, love that movie. Yeah. It's, I got it's, to see Gundam on the big screen. So, yeah. yeah there's cool parts, like the DeLorean and stuff. Um, yeah. The Shining part's probably my least favorite part about that. Yeah. I don't dislike it, but I, I would agree. That's kind of the so, part where it really like slows down. And Random side fact I actually sent in an analogy. Ugh. An audition tape for that movie. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Long time ago. So I'm going to go with AI2 with Michael. Yeah. Huh. It's, just, it's a weird movie. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> really? I thought you guys were going to say um, Indiana Jones, the fourth one. I was expecting someone to say that, yeah. Well, we haven't heard Thomas's yet. Okay. Oh. So it is a sequel movie, but it's not Indiana Jones. But I don't, I don't, I don't count that movie as existing really <laughs> it does exist <laughs> no it doesn't what are you talking about yeah <laughs> what are you talking about joseph uh jurassic park 2 the lost world oh i love jurassic oh. park 2 one no it's, that movie's horrible it's, it's pink gold blue <laughs> that movie's horrible. <laughs> like just nothing was charming about it like i mean yeah you got gold you have Goldblum, I understand, but he's just... It's kind of weird that Spielberg made this second one. Well, <laughs> that's what I... Well, okay, and it's weird, too, because uh, the original Jurassic Park was based off of the Michael Crichton book, mm -hmm. and then the, the sequel, The Lost World, the to Jurassic Park, the book, is fantastic. It's better than the first one. And then they released this when they released the book. So it's like, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh yeah, there's a second one. We will take it from here. And like took out all like the yeah. actual compelling, like science and story. all those, the books in the movies for both of those movies are totally different. Yeah. But at least <laughs> in the first one, you, you get the same feeling. Like mm -hmm. it, you get the same feeling as in the book. This one was just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just oh, it was so stupid. I hate the movie. <laughs> I don't What's... remember much of that movie, but I remember I liked it when I was younger, but I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those summer taste, movies. Tastes mature when you grow older, Alex. <laughs> True. Sometimes I, uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say one thing real quick. I didn't I didn't watch Indiana Jones until much later in life. Like I'm talking like three or four years ago. And I saw the fourth one right after watching all the first three. It's a totally good movie. Everyone's wrong. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, wrong. I have no problem with that movie. It's a good I have, movie. I don't either. 
Very good movie. It's it's, it's way better than Temple of Doom. That's for sure. That's easily the worst one. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. It's just a movie that didn't need to be made. It did not need to exist. Yeah, fair. But what are you talking okay. about? There's that cool scene where he hides in the fridge from the bomb. <laughs> okay. the, movie, the first like five minutes of that movie is good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like the fridge scene. Yeah, Pardon? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Indy's back, and then like. Why is he back? No. So let's move on to some more positivity, as Alex would say. And we're going to go to our next movie, The Farewell. Um, we're going to start with... Who wants to go first? Thomas, you want to go first with this one? Sure, why not? Okay. What do you think? <laughs> Don't sound so sad about it. Why is it a sad of, movie? Speaking of positivity. <laughs> is it okay? Is it? I know, oh, yeah. Is it though? That's the question. It's not really a sad movie. I don't know. Um, I, I wasn't sure what to feel about this movie. Like, I was like angry, and like also kind of happy at the same time. Angry? Because, wow. Well, okay, like in this situation though, like I would be pissed if that was me. If you were the grandma? Well, one, if I was the grandma, yes, because I'd want to know. How am I the grandma? <laughs> I have the opposite. Feeling. I would not want it. I'm, yeah. I'm not with her. I live life crazy. This movie actually like, changed my mind. I'd be like, yeah, I kind of don't want to know. Yeah. But oh, like, really? That, okay. That, that's that's the point of the movie is that there are two like different opinions, and and I would be pissed if I was the person that they like don't tell her. I'm like, what? So I gotta live with this secret. Thanks. Appreciate it. Like I, I would almost want not want to know that they're not doing that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd be more offended that they lied to me than. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I mean. Though, is this that like, why would you not tell somebody that? That that's, yeah, I don't know. And and they brought it up where me and Jared brought it up. I'm like, isn't this illegal? And then they they literally brought right. it up like like not even five seconds after we said that. Like it's legal yeah. here, but illegal in the U.S. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Huh. But uh, I don't know. Like I I understand like their thought process about it. But in, at the same time, I'm like, I would want to know because this is my life. It's not yours. So and, uh, just to catch up, anyone who's listening that doesn't want to watch it but wants to know what we're talking about, um, <laughs> it's basically a family doesn't tell the, um, the grandma that she's dying. Because in China, I guess there's a, um, what do you call it? There's a tradition that you don't tell someone that they're dying yeah. so they can live a normal life, but. Well, that's what that's what this movie's about. It's because <laughs> they believe that the 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 life of a person is a shared experience. Same with yeah. like family, it's a shared experience. And, and there's and there's different like modes. Which is kind of sweet the way they explain it, where like they're taking the burden on themselves, mm-hmm. so right. she doesn't, so she can live like her last years um, joyfully. Yeah, and, and I again, I understand thought process behind it but personally i would want to know because when it comes down to it it's my life not yours and so uh yeah that's just me but uh and then that's the thing too is that like it also has like the different outcomes of how you view life too is if you view it in a positive light possibly positive things happen because it turns out because it's based on a real story it's like the director's grandma yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. she's, she's still yeah, alive. Yeah, we find out the end that she's still alive. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, 
I think it also, your opinion on whether or not you want to tell someone or you do um, affects how you view the main character. Because, like, yeah. the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, this is just a selfish millennial. She doesn't care about tradition. She doesn't, she just cares about her feelings, you know? And that was, I mean, that kind of made me angry towards her. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, she was reacting like a normal person would. Yeah, because it's a loved one, and she doesn't want to see that loved one hurt. But then, does she hurt the person when she actually tells him the truth that the entire family's keeping a secret from him? Yeah. The person I did feel sorry for though was that poor Japanese girl that they got to marry that son. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what was going on. I know. <laughs> That's like I'm still. Michael's like, what are they like? Still married? Is it keeping this joke going? Like, <laughs> so I mean. I, I think it's a it, the film itself was really well done. Um, uh, I I'd never really seen Aquafina besides Crazy Rich Asians, which you should watch. It's a good movie. Um, she plays a completely different character from this one. Um, but the direct or the acting was really good in this. Uh, it I have no funny. Idea. It's a very funny movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know who they got to play the grandma, but she was like the sweetest person oh, oh, my God. I, yeah. have, I have ever seen. I want to film. go take her and keep her. I, I know. <laughs> I want her to be my grandmama. <laughs> what do you, you think, Jared? What were your thoughts? Uh, uh, this movie was very pleasant. I, I like this movie. Um, gave me another. Um, I saw another way of thinking about that whole subject. Uh, the different cultural thing about it. Because here you would just right away tell, like right there in the office and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But to see this, it was kind of interesting. I like seeing different opinions, different cultures. Um, like Thomas was saying, the acting was really good. The whole time I was like, who's the dad? I know this dad. Yeah. 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 And I was like, wait a minute. Before I look it up, Rush Hour. And it was that dude. Yeah. Was like, yeah. The girl's dad. Oh, you're right. Huh. Um, but yeah, all the acting was good. Like you guys were saying, that grandma was adorable. <laughs> she was like the sweetest lady. I love the morning routine where she's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing that. Quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine needs this, so I'm gonna just go outside going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something else here, Joseph, because you can relate to this too, is that me and Jared were like watching like the wedding scene. I'm like, this is just a Hispanic wedding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we're dismissing the uncles outside, like smoking and like drinking a cerveza. I'm like, I've been to this wedding. I've been to this wedding. <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, I like this scene when they're in the hospital, the whole family and that doctor's there. And she's like, are you married? And he's like, no, I'm not yet. And she's like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. Doctor speaks English. Let's go. <laughs> so, that was so awesome. But yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. I like how she keeps calling her a stupid child. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how directly that's translated. Like, if it means something less harsh. But like, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> what? That, that, that's what's kind of cool about this movie, too. Is like the first language of this movie basically is Chinese. It's not English. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if it was a, I don't know if it was a Chinese production or not, but uh, it was definitely like the production. I think was. Chinese, which is a well, kind of cool thing to see. One of the titles for the people who made it at the beginning was Chinese, so I would think it's. I would think it is. Yeah, it looks like it's me. Or it's at least Asian. I don't want to speak for it. It could be Korean. I don't know, but, Jeez. but um, I would think it'd be Chinese. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think over there in Lubbock? Lubbock. Uh, this movie, man, what a great movie. I mean, <laughs> everything about it. Acting, filming. It also got me thinking a lot. Like, Kind of like what you guys are saying. Like, you know, definitely, I still have this stance. But off the bat, I was thinking, like, you know, just like what Tom is saying. Like, I want to know. Like, I want to know. And I would want her to know if I was in the granddaughter's position. Um, just because I, I feel like... <laughs> Back to Breaking Bad. I feel like watching Breaking Bad made me just realize that the truth is always preferable. (laughs) Everything between him and Skyler and all that stuff, like it's just, it just makes those secrets make me uncomfortable. Um, I would think though that you would kind of get like catch on after a while, like everyone's being nice to you and you don't, you don't feel so good. (laughs) I was telling, I was like, if this is a common thing that happens there, wouldn't you catch on? Like everyone's wanting to hang. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know from like if people really do catch on, like yeah, if that's a the thing. Name. But I could also see them. I honestly was wondering if the grandma knew most of the movie, mm-hmm. and and she just was like accepting of it. And but that's another thing that made me think is like you know, especially in today's day and age, like you know, there's thing globalization is like you know. How that you know you you find McDonald's in Japan? You know, the, the globalization is definitely a thing where it's like you know English is so prevalent everywhere and like so is like Mandarin and stuff. But but uh, it does make you think like especially in America we are we tend to globalize a lot of the uh, the world, but we don't tend to adopt a lot of other cultures cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. Which watching this movie made me just feel like that's such a shame. It's like <laughs> except for the food, we we yeah we <laughs> catch on the food <laughs> <real fast. laughs> But uh, we want all the food. Yeah. <laughs> like watching the way that the family is addressed in this movie, I was just like, man, it, it just kind of makes you just pain for that longing of something that you didn't know was there. It's like, even the way that that's what made me think. Like initially, I'm like, yes, she should know, and I would want to know. But watching this movie, it's just like also like, you're not sure. Their, their value on family is, you know takes the place of that and that you know it's almost like living in the moment as opposed to here i would think like i want to know so that i can try and do stuff or like try and organize my mind before i die or whatever but there it's just like no it's just about family and community and love and i don't know it just made me think a lot but i should stop about that forever but another thing that they kind of address real fast in that movie is when she's talking to her mom and her mom doesn't seem that Mm. expressive about what's going on and how in China they're less outwardly emotional and being in America she grew up emotional so yeah um I really like that because I'm the same way like even if it's just like excitement for like a gift or something Mm -hmm. I'm not like wow like you know how people are just like wow yeah (laughs) I'm just like oh thanks and people are like Oh, goes through his what? room, does a happy dance. You weren't the N64 kid then? No. <laughs> I was. But I don't know. I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like that distinction. Yeah. Very true. So, Michael, you, what was your opinion? Anything left? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, man. This is just a delightful movie. From so like even the more you like when, watching, I'm like, man, this is a good movie. It's so well done, everything. And then the more you even listen, you guys talk about it, just thinking about it. There's the perfect like character development, like like you said with the mom, with her. In the end, you see her tear up in the car and everything. Hmm. But go, be, going based off of just like the humor, 
how perfect it was done between the balance of humor and sadness. Because, like, my favorite scene in the movie is easily the one you alluded to, jo- Joseph. I almost called you Joker for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's all part of the plane. Where she's talking to her uncle, and he's like, this isn't about, like, her. We're, we're here to take on the pain of her. We're not telling her because it is our responsibility as her family to keep it together and do it for her so she can be have a peaceful end. Like, that was such a strange, because coming from, because they have the daughter come from, I uh, I mean, I say that, but I guess it was a true story. But I was saying, like, having the daughter come from America and have that stance of, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like, like single identity rather than a group. Individualism. Thank you, individualism. And, like, having her come from there and think, no, no, we have to do this to tell her because it's about, you know, which is in her not a bad thing at all. It's, like, her, her identity, her personality, her choice, her, her herself yeah. rather than what they're th- like, no, we're not being selfish with this. We're trying to do this for her, rather. And just like that, that whole cultural idea is such a, like Alex was saying, such a wonderful, such a cool idea that you miss out on. And like, just that, just, just completely different from what we, what we experience. And, uh, but yeah, just the, the whole, the whole comedy and darkness was so well balanced. And then at the end, having a surprise of, oh, she's like, she's alive. She's like, still kicking. She's still she's kicking. She's still like, <laughs> when it cut to the end it, i thought that was i mean i thought that was credits and you know when she does it in the middle of the street and then because i did her, like that part too that man, was really, yeah. so good dude i love the idea that <laughs> she just goes to the movie with mr lynn or whatever oh, yeah. <laughs> just goes to the movies and then she sees this movie and she's like what the? <laughs> I've been having I had sleep for lunch cancer for six years and they never told me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I think the wedding scene is just like it. Oh yeah. It encapsulates the whole movie where there's like sadness, like um, the brothers on stage and he's just like bawling about um, <laughs> saying thank you to the mom. I, I, I love the brothers. That yeah. I like I like the part when like the the daughter confronts like the the dad dad you're smoking again and the oh, uncle's yeah. like leave us alone <laughs> or like when they're at the graveyard for their <laughs> grandpa and they're like the guy's dead let him have a smoke yeah <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so oh, that good. Was so, that, oh. yeah oh, they're like man. trying to give him food and there she's like telling him everything and. <laughs> one you... bell, two bell. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's another scene that just God just such emphasizes just family that at least here maybe that that is one thing uh, kind of like what Thomas was talking about where Hispanic weddings and stuff where I I've noticed that with uh because like you know we're in Texas we I have, half my friends are Mexican and and like I I feel like there's just a more of an emphasis on family like I love my family we're great but like I don't know there's some I feel like in the u.s at least there's just there, there's not that like it's almost just standoffish here it's like it's there's not that like ah i don't even know how to describe it it's like hmm. i talk to mexican dads like the uh i play soccer with and they're just like the way they talk about their family it's just way more of a i don't know passionate thing well yeah. part of it too is that your, your life belongs to the family and it's uh-huh. weird to say that but like I mean, I, I'm not as involved with my Hispanic side as I used to be, right. but but in growing up, it's like, what's going on? What are you doing? How are you doing? Are you eating enough? It's like, <laughs> yes, my God, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, uh, 
uh, I can't remember that saying, but like white people have a cousin and Mexicans have yes. like a whole yeah, <laughs> yeah. like thirty-one cousins. Yeah. But this movie to me was uh, it's a lot like a lot of foreign movies I've seen. It's got that feel to it where it's basically families talking to each other um, like trying to get through stuff and it just it had that very foreign film um, sense to me Um, and it was was funny like you were saying Mm -hmm. we talked I think we talked about all the funny parts I can remember but like there's a sign in the bathroom where it says people think I'm adorable it's got like a picture of a baby <laughs> say I'm adorable it's just like little stuff like that it's funny to see I didn't oh, even catch that. the freaking hotel manager oh my god oh, oh yeah like <laughs> oh yeah me and Jared were just cracking up at this guy like is he just completely tone deaf that guy is great <laughs> he clearly has like a, an idea of what he wants to do in his head like go yeah. to America <laughs> yeah isn't it better over there <laughs> what do you mean by different I was expecting him to close the door like and he just sit down and yeah. be like so tell me how <laughs> Uh, I also like the part where they're at the wedding and um, they like they keep making the guy, the groom, getting drunk. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this part where he's just bawling. Checking <laughs> <laughs> up. On that scene. Well, I, I did like the part where because it's the drinking game where who gets it wrong has to drink, and it's the fiance that gets it wrong. But since she can't speak Chinese, he's like, "I got this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. him and he's like asleep <laughs> I can't remember what the grandma says about the fiance but when they're like dressing her or they're fitting her for a dress and she's like this this girl's terrible she doesn't even smile <laughs> yeah <laughs> or something I can't remember yeah, are dumb. <laughs> yeah. that poor girl that, that poor girl <laughs> they're singing that duet <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah what are they singing Something yeah, it was a Japanese song because she was looking at him, like trying to help him. Like they clearly <laughs> rehearsed it before, and like that was, I was cracking up because everyone's just like they just got off of uh, the granddaughter and her dad singing that song, mm-hmm. which was fun, and everyone's into it. And then to this one, it's just like <laughs> it's just not about it. <laughs> oh, and then uh, looks like we made it at the end of the credits, where it's like in Chinese. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So, any last words on this delightful movie? I, one thing is, going in, I'd heard, I knew the premise because I remember hearing podcast people talk about it. And going in, I was like, kind of not looking forward to it. I was like, ah, it's just, yeah, it's, me too. I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I was shocked at the end where I was like, I could watch that right now again. And yeah. just like Michael saying, I think it's because it's that perfect balance of sad mixed with uh, humor. So. I told Jared, like, after we watched this, like, this is, like, the least traumatizing A24 movie I've watched. <laughs> like, I don't feel bad after watching this movie. Yeah, but at all. Maybe, maybe, even if she had died, I feel like it was still, the, mm-hmm. that, like, that quality of the movie was still yeah, there. It was still her. wholesome. Yeah, that was so surprising at the end when I yeah. saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> well, and that's what I liked about it, too, is that even though every, like, most of the characters had, like, a difference of opinion on what they should do, there wasn't a right answer to this. Like, yeah. Cause you can see both sides and, and we have both sides in this conversation too. I think I want to be told Jared be like, man, I'm good. 
it, it's just it's one of those things where there's not really a right answer to this because you know life is life and it just happens. So I love that. I love that so much. Do we have any less words about Mr. Lee? He's adorable. <laughs> he just shuffles along, does his thing. I got this. <laughs> Talking about good actors, like I was watching him in the movie, and I'm like, is he an actor or did he just pull him in here? <laughs> like, he does such a good job about being aloof and like. <laughs> That's one thing when you watch like foreign films, you kind of forget that they're actors. You're like, yeah. you're like, yeah. you're seeing this different culture, so you think like, oh, this is like a documentary, but these guys are just <laughs> actors. Poor Mr. Lee. Would recommend <laughs> this movie is really good. No. Yeah, I highly yeah. recommend this movie to anyone. Is it good stuff? Dang. That's good stuff. That's good, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> A little better than fun and funny. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, last one real fast. Uh, the penultimate movie in the DC animated universe is Superman Red Sun. Um, this is an adaption of the Red Sun graphic novel. Basically, Superman lands in Russia instead of America, but it still looks like Kansas, Russia. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how? <laughs> Apparently, Smallville is in Russia too. But gotcha. uh, what do you guys think of this movie? First, the first thing I had like to like questions about like, has Mark Millar just like written everything in the past twenty years? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was just like, based on the comic by Mark Millar, I'm like, another one? Good grief! Uh, I I think it's funny that Jason Isaacs was the voice of Superman oh, in, nice. a, in a, commun, a communistic film, and I just recommended a movie last week where he was in a commie, oh, yeah. a, a commie movie. <laughs> so, uh, I like the voice acting in this one. This was pretty good. Um I would agree, except for I didn't really care for Lois. I thought her voice was a little wimpy, but really, because yeah, my, that's just me. My <laughs> least favorite was, and Jared actually kind of brought it up, was uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, it was. It, was, it wasn't Clancy Brown. <laughs> um, it's Whenever it's not Clancy Brown, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> He's just Lex to me. I don't know why. It's true. Arr, Superman, where's my money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I like this one. Um. I haven't read the graphic novel though, so I, I have nothing to really compare it to. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked, I liked Russian Batman a lot. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool with his. Yeah, with his, Russian Batman was cool with yeah. his awesome hat. <laughs> but it's totally like a different version of Batman because he's like blowing people up. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> Brutal Batman. Jerry, what do you think? Uh, it was okay. Um. I wouldn't say it's my favorite like animated DC movie, but it was pretty good. Um, the I've noticed whenever Brainiac's involved, it's never that great. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a big Brainiac fan? Nah, he just wants pants. That's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like this version of Brainiac because he's more like robotic than most of them. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't know how to explain, but he's got like that computer voice on this one. And he was like manipulating, manipulating everything at the end. But I thought it was a cool version of Brainiac. Yeah, I think um, the only Brainiac I've ever really liked was the Adventures of Superman animated, like the movie, the beginning part, hmm. where he's like an uh, an AI presence. Is like I like that part, but I don't know. Oh, where they're cool. where they're still like on Krypton. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like, I like that. 
I like that version of Brainiac where he's like uh, he's like responsible for what's going on in Krypton. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I like that one. But this one was kind of cool. It's almost like a callback to like old school Brainiac. Uh, just like yeah, you're saying, like the robot. He's clearly a robot, mm-hmm. not uh, not some not some AI. He's a, he's an evil robot. Yeah, sometimes he's like a mix. Like, did you guys see the one where it was John Noble as Brainiac? Oh, Mm-mm. cool. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite, but because okay, cool. he's like the least robotic in that one. <laughs> It just sounds like John Noble. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, Superman, like, the Batman movies are pretty all good in the DC animated universe. Superman kind of hasn't had the best ones. Um, I would say, like, All-Star Superman, I think, maybe the best. I did like the death in Return of Superman, the last one they did. I didn't see that one. I, I'm, I'm not caught up on the DC animated ones. I stopped after, it was the Aquaman. No, it was the, it was the Flashpoint one. Oh, Flashpoint, yeah. That was that one was good. Um, but I I haven't seen like the 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 dark one or the is it Gotham by Gaslight? Yeah, Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good too. That one was good. Yeah. I I need to watch that one. I heard it was good. Um, did you guys like the Green Lanterns? I thought that was kind of cool. Where there was like yeah. all the Green Lanterns. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And he keeps hitting okay. guy. He keeps yeah. punching yeah. guy in the face. <laughs> uh, was that uh, John Stewart? Was that supposed to be John Stewart? Yeah, that was yeah. basically all of them. Yeah, all of them. Because okay. <laughs> it had the same voice actor for mm-hmm. like all of yeah. like ten seconds. So I, I just like was... that guy. No, and he falls into. <laughs> Wonder Woman was kind of weird in this movie. She like levels up to a white wizard somehow, like Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't understand her motivation for just sticking with Superman. No, uh, I was a little weak on this one. Yeah, she's like, well, think- I, I don't know. Like, she's like clearly not interested in him, but I'm like, why does she keep going back to help him if she doesn't really like want like, like him or trust him? Like, of all the DC heroes, Wonder Woman would be, like, the least in line for a dictator, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she hates men, but... Well, she doesn't hate men, but... She hates men in this one. She hates men's world. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, this one wasn't bad. And then next, I think, Justice League, the last movie in this whole, like, franchise or whatever it was, just came out. So maybe we'll check that next time. Um, one? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, Apocalypse. What is it? Doomsday War or something? I don't remember. Do you remember what it's called? I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Supposed to be gory. Uh, Apocalypse War. That's what it's called. Okay. So we might check that one out next time. See what's going on. Um, So why don't we head on to recommendations? Um, Who wants to go first? Uh, Mike and Alex, you guys have been quiet. So (laughs) you guys got to be quiet during that uh, (laughs) section. So why don't we let you guys go first? God, I forgot mine. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> I only had one, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, too much oh god! Oh, oh, oh! All, all it was is uh, we've recently been watching what we do in the shadows show, and it just made me finally go back and actually finish the movie because I only watched like half the movie back in the day, and I lo- I loved the first half. I just never got around to finishing it. But uh, a part of me actually wishes that I'd just seen the first half because I think the ending is the weakest part. But it's still good. It's a very good movie. 
I was really hoping that was a really slow build up to a Maisel, Maisel, Maisel yeah. promotion. <laughs> I got it, I got it. Joseph won't let me do a Maisel one this time. So. We've already maxed out on Maisel news this week. Yeah. I remember seeing that in Alamo like three times with a friend of mine that I worked with. And yeah. we still joke about it today. She like texts me random stuff about uh, like dead but delicious. <laughs> yeah. That movie, dude. How old is like, that movie? It's 2015. Yeah. And uh, the show is really good, but it's different. Like, the movie's tone is, like, drier, more British, and just darker in general. The show's more goofy. But, uh, man, that movie's just so... When he goes down into the basement, he's like, Peter, we're having a, a, a house meeting. Would you like to join? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, Peter's 8,000 years old. He's not joining the, the, the flat meeting. <laughs> I like when they're, like, fighting and they, like, go up, like, in vampire style. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the show is really good. It's the show is good. That's <laughs> mine. That was yours. Jared, what do you got to this? Uh, I'll go last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, what do you got this week? I got two. Two. I have, I have two. Uh, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, the first is Chunking Express. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's directed by Wong Kar Wai. Uh, he did another movie called In the Mood for Love, which is really good. You should watch it. Uh, I've heard about this one forever. I finally got a physical copy. Like it's out of like print apparently. Um, and Alex is acting weird. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Who gets um, physical movies anymore? Hey. I do. I love physical copies. It's, it's 2020. Yes, dork. but you never know when something's going to go off of a streaming service. So that's why you buy physical copies. Um, Ironically, it was on the Criterion channel, so I watched it on there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> um, really good. Uh, it has like two separate storylines, and uh, it's a romance, sort of. It's, it's really good. You should watch it. Um, and the other one, funny enough, its 70-year anniversary of release is today, which I did not know. I just was going through random Sweet. stuff. Uh, it's called In a Lonely Place. Uh, it's with Humphrey Bogart. It's kind of a whodunit uh, movie. I was watching a interview with the Safdie brothers, and they recommended this one. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. So I watched it, and it's only like an hour and like 20 minutes long. It's pretty short, um, but it's really like it was released in 1950, and it's like really risque and dark and like uh, I wouldn't want to say grittier, but just like really mean-spirited which is something that you didn't really see a lot in movies maybe books but movies, code, you, man. You couldn't yeah <laughs> exactly you couldn't, couldn't be like negative or anything else like that and this one was like it, it got a little intense at times um humphrey bogart's really good in this uh people say oh he's this dashing guy i'm like eh, he's not really dashing i don't think more like rugged um but this one they played up. He's like, yeah, he's not really a good-looking guy, but he has a lot of talent. So, um, so I recommend that. Uh, it's called In a Lonely Place. It's really, really good. Cool. Very nice. Um, my recommendation is uh, more about death. So 
<laughs> it's going to be Last Flag Flying. It's uh, with Steve Carell, Brian Cranston, and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's a very good uh, good performances in that one. Um, a little political, but if you can get around that, it's it's a good watch. Was that um, – oh, crap. What's the director's name? He directed Slacker. What's his name? Uh, Richard Linklater. Linklater, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's an Amazon Studios movie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, okay, Jared, we're all waiting because you. Okay, were... so I. <laughs> so I have three. Oh. The first one, oh, the first one is uh, Missing Link, that stop motion movie with oh, uh, yeah. the Sasquatch with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yes. <laughs> and Zach Galifianakis. Um, it's a very, I'd say, cute movie for like a kid. It's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> I, I would hope so. <laughs> You're as raunchy as oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sausage party with, with Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. Um stop motion. I love I love stop motion. It's so cool. Yeah. Um second movie I watched was uh Midnight Special uh with yeah. Michael Shannon and oh. uh, what's that guy's name? Joel Egerton. Mm, um that movie is cool sci-fi movie about this kid with these strange powers and then is it um, just x-men no (laughs) not just x-men um but it was really good adam driver's in it too Um, i mean and then the last movie i watched was a documentary called who let the dogs out about the song (laughs) who let the dogs out Are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. This movie is good. Um, (laughs) So, you know, the the Baja Men? Of course. The song, Who Let the Dogs Out? They didn't write that. That's not their song. Dang. What? Um, Intrigue. It was a a hit before them in the Caribbean or uh, Trinidad. (laughs) And some hairdresser used to go to Trinidad because he loved the culture and stuff. He got a mixtape of all the different hits and stuff, and he brought it back to America, and um, gave it to some producer, and then he like remixed it, and then it, that one didn't do so well, so he gave it to another producer, and he gave it. He's like, "Baja man, cover this," <laughs> um, and then they made that a hit. But come to find out, that wasn't even the original writer, and it just keeps going back and back and back, Jeez. and then you finally. There's one part where one of the writers was just to um, this white rapper and like his friend, and he wrote a version on like a little Caesar's bread bag, and then recorded it on some floppy disks that he bought from uh, Kmart. And I was like, man, I forgot about those places. <laughs> but anyway, I'd be amazed goes- if the little Caesars was in Kmart. That <laughs> No, they actually showed the Little Caesars in oh, Kmart. Okay. Um, but it turns out that's not even the earliest oh form of it. Um, I recommend it. It was such an enjoyable watch <laughs> about some random one-hit wonder. It sounds like it sounds very similar to the story about the um, the lion sleeps tonight. You know that song? Oh yeah. That oh. that has a history like that, where it's like all the way back to like South Africa or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But yeah, cool. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> the Baja, man. Find the... out who let the dogs out, guys. <laughs> where, where'd you Where'd you watch it on? 
That was on Hulu. Hulu? Okay. Huh. How did you what find that? You? You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on my recommends, and um, I saw that's it, and I was like, yes. That's what the hell are you watching? <laughs> that's recommended. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's that time again to say goodbye. Um, follow mm. us on Instagram. Does anyone know the Instagram? <laughs> the house uh, score six, right? House six underscore yeah. movie podcast. Do we so, like pretend not to say goodbye, like the farewell, and just. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, ha! 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 <laughs> See you next time. Farewell. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs>